Live and create from your true personal power. This is Elevation Nation. Welcome back to Elevation Nation. Once again, this is Elle Sompress and I'll be your host. We meet every Wednesday to talk about how you can elevate the joy in your life and the success in your business. So it was interesting leading up to today, Wednesday, the day of my podcast that I've committed to, I had a couple ideas of different things that we might cover and they were just based off of questions from people who have written in and asked me to cover some things and we'll definitely get to those. And I encourage you, if you have any specific questions that you'd like to write in and have highlighted, you can send me an email at elevationnation at gmail.com and that's E-L-L-E-V-A-T-I-O-N-N-A-T-I-O-N. So make sure that there's two L's and then two N's in between elevation and nation. Anyway, if you feel like sending me a question, please do. But my point is I had these couple ideas that I thought were fantastic topics and I had been kind of just going between the two and I thought, well, I'll just feel what's like coming through most organically at the moment and go with that one. However, when I woke up this morning, I had a sick stomach, so I haven't felt well. I've been rather drained and I had back-to-back coaching client calls that I didn't want to uh, let slide. So I made sure to stay committed to those as well. And I'm not, you know, I'm not on my deathbed. I've certainly felt worse. I just didn't feel great, right? So you get to the end of the day. I also had to uh, run off and, and help my boyfriend with his car. He had to take it into the mechanic. So it was just point being a very busy day. And especially when I'm not feeling my best. So I knew that the time I would have to record my podcast would be in late afternoon on this particular day. And you can bet that by the time I got here to this hour, three o'clock, I wasn't really feeling up to it. And so that led me to organically be able to come up with a different idea. And I thought, you know, it's the right time to cover the concept of just how to stay true to your commitments when, quite honestly, you just don't feel up to it. We make a lot of commitments in life. Um, you may have heard the, the quote before that if you're committed, you'll find a way. And if you're merely interested, you'll find an excuse. And we make lots of excuses in life. And listen, there's just certain things we're not fully committed to. Um, a lot of people want to get in shape and they have that desire. But if there's not a true commitment, they won't get out and take a walk or a run or go to the gym or take a yoga class, whatever it is. I've been struggling a little bit with my commitment to exercise, but I'm revamping that again. I do like to, we get out and hike a lot and ride bikes and all that. So it's not like I'm immobile, but I do want to get back into the gym and do some things as well. So, um, but commitment, right? We make commitments to relationships. We make commitments in our career. As a coach, I find that a commitment many people struggle with is following through on their sales calls. They know they need to do it for their business to thrive, but they continue to find excuses of why those sales calls didn't happen that day or that week that turns into, I haven't made sales calls in a month or I've only made a handful. I made a commitment, as I said, to this podcast. So commitments are things, though, that we have said, come hell or high water, this is going to happen. I'm going to make this. That's why you see people who are committed to exercise. They're usually pretty energetic and feeling in shape and feeling good. And I'm not saying that to be committed means you have to be a musclehead or, quote, a gym rat. I mean, if you are, that's fine. But that commitment could be, I'm just going to move my body three times a week in some capacity. And that's better than being immobile, right? So a commitment in your relationship, right? 
is one to maybe be faithful, but sometimes the commitment is just to continue to pour energy into that relationship. Remember to flirt and compliment and show appreciation and be playful and let the little things go. Those are commitments we make to ourselves and another human being for the sake of happiness and inner peace and connection. So when I made the commitment to this podcast, I got to a point today where I just didn't really feel like recording it. And so I thought, gosh, I know people get into this situation a lot, whether it's your sales calls, whether it's being able to let the small things go with your kids or your spouse, or if you're trying to get back into exercise, if you want to really truly be committed to something, even when it's challenging, what I find is that some people try to do that through force rather than finding a way to get into the flow. Some people, some of you may be like, I don't have a problem with this. I'm very disciplined. I push through, I power through. But there's also can be a heaviness in that. And if you're a really disciplined person, that's awesome. Some people are just good with it. But you might have some area where this will still apply. But rather than being hard on yourself and that's how you motor through and make things happen, I just want to introduce and encourage a better way. So here are some tips that I've, you know, do my best, we'll say, because no one's perfect in any of this, right? It's just sharing concepts and ideas that can work. And I am always returning to them myself because I slip and, and take missteps just the same. So one of the first things I was thinking of when it comes to being committed is the number one thing is just give it your best and realize that your best may be different from day to day. So some days your best, say you're a runner, your best might be four miles, two miles, but there might be days that you're like, I don't have the energy or I'm not feeling up to it. So maybe that day you take a walk instead, or maybe you just stretch, dance around your living room, do some jumping jacks, and sometimes just getting into that, which we're going to talk about in the next point, getting into that momentum will swing you into being ready to go into your full, full workout. But if your best is less than perfect, you need to be okay with that. There's days that you're going to be at the top of your game. And there are days that you can only give in small increments. And small increments are better than nothing at all when it comes to our commitments. So sometimes it's just about like, I maybe don't have everything today, but I can give it something, you know? And then that second point under, or sub point under that about the perfection is perfection just causes overthinking. So let's think about your sales calls, right? You're feeling like, well, I just don't have everything to give today. And well, here's all the reasons why. And then you go into overthinking about the last person I talked to hung up on me, or they said no, or I've called 10 people and nobody's called me back. Or, you know, and you start thinking of all these reasons that amount to why you shouldn't do it rather than, well, you know, let me think about some of these people who are excited when I got to talk to them about this opportunity and it's okay for it to not be perfect. Maybe I fumble through the words on my first 10 calls because I'm just out of practice or, or just in a weird place, but needing it to be perfect, needing to know you're going to get the yes, needing to say, I'll run two miles where instead maybe you could run a half. It's again, the small increments can be beneficial in these moments and not needing to be perfect will get you out of the overthinking and just say, let me get into play. So rather than getting into perfection, get into play. The second thing which sort of stems off of the small increments is that, as I mentioned, getting into action is really the number one thing you can do to gain momentum. Getting into action will help you overcome doubts 
and fears, even apathy, even if you're just feeling, I'm just not into this at all. I don't feel like exercising. You know how that is. Once you get going, you're kind of into it. And if you're not and all you have is 20 minutes in you, then great. At least you stuck to your commitment. But sometimes you're going to find that you're in the gym or you're out running for an hour because once you got moving, man, all that other stuff kind of fell away. I know that once I started this podcast and just pushed record and shook it all off and got going, now I'm actually excited to be recording again. And I have to tell you, I had extreme apathy (laughs) just because I'm not feeling the greatest But I knew I wasn't ill enough to really write it off. It's not like I'm super sick. So let's just get into action, get things moving. And now I feel totally in the flow. It's the same thing if you've gotten out of habit of showing appreciation or flirting, you know, being playful, having fun with your significant other. It might feel a little weird at first to get back into that. If if you've been together a long time and you've just stopped the little physical affections, you know, in passing that little tap on the the back or, you know, a little kiss as you go by. That can feel weird if you've gotten out of practice. But if you are truly committed to the happiness of you and your partner and the connection you share, it's bring those things back. And once you get into the action of doing them and get into the momentum, you'll create a new rhythm, a new routine. You'll get into the groove. Madonna once sang about that. (laughs) Here's the deal is it's easy to get into the groove of letting opportunity or inspiration pass. Like it's easy to get into the groove of, yeah, I said I was going to make sales calls, but I didn't make them again. And then once you keep doing that, you keep not following through, it gets real easy to continue to not follow through because what you're creating is a habit and it's becoming easier and easier. A path is becoming worn of, I was going to do it, but you know, these reasons all seem so valid and this is why I didn't do it. And the more you don't do it, the easier it becomes to not do it because that becomes your habit. And that's why so many people find an accountability partner or even their manager at work or a coach, you know, just some type of outside accountability helps them move forward and keep going. So the same goes for it can be easy to create a habit of following through. And once you do that, that becomes easier to repeat as well. So you just have to decide. And then that's why I say like a small increment, right? that gets you into action, that starts to create a new rhythm, a new routine, a new habit, that habit grows and expands. Just like giving up can grow and expand. Just like be, you know, like not doing anything, not following through, saying you're going to do something and not doing it, that can become a habit and that can expand and become easier and easier. So can the other. So make a choice. Everything in life is about the choices we make. Make a choice to start slow. If, if it's really, really that tough, if you're trying to create a new habit or you're start, try, wanting to be committed to something and you're finding it challenging, start slow. Start with being able to just do a little at a time and that will build once you get into the momentum. I know that on a side note, I was having a challenge with being committed to myself and it took me a while to recognize this. And this was a couple years ago. I just, you know, being self-employed, I had just kind of gotten into a rhythm of, hey, I can do things when I want to and not really have to follow structure and I'm all about flow and I don't really like to have to be pinned down to things. But as I got more and more in the habit of not being committed to myself, it was interesting as I started, what was interesting is I started seeing it show up in other areas of my life. I was continually meeting men who weren't very committed. They were excited about me but not all in. And it's just a very interesting element of life that you will often see mirrored back 
to you the way you're treating yourself. Like as we talk about self-love, the way you love yourself, you treat others how to treat you or you teach others how to treat you and you show them how to love you by how you love yourself. And that's a whole other podcast, but it's the same type of thing. If you're not committed to yourself, you're going to see reflected back to you other people who are wishy-washy and clients who can't make a decision and love relationships of people that are can take it or leave it and all that kind of thing. So that was a little side note, but getting into action is that second point. It's the number one thing you can do to swing yourself into momentum. And then we were talking a lot about doing what you say you will do. So the third point is to live with integrity. I have a mantra that I say to myself, and I've shared this with a lot of clients that are struggling to uh, remain committed to, usually it's their sales, <laughs> their sales calls, but if it's any element of you know asking for referrals or just getting into the swing of things, I, I say to myself, especially in those challenging moments and just often throughout the day or just when I'm in a great mood and I'm starting my day, something along the lines, this is what I say, so you can use the same thing or you can just something along these same lines make something for yourself. But here it is. I am a woman of my word and I live with integrity, doing what I say I will do. Once you repeat that to yourself, again, you're creating a habit. Here's what I want to say is affirmations do work. A lot of people, and we, we can do a podcast on this too, um, but affirmations can also be bunk and they can get in your way if they're used as a distraction. But what the point of affirmations is, is we're always telling ourselves something in our head. I'm a failure. This will never work. I'm not good enough. If that's what we continue to tell ourselves, what do you think we create in our lives? Part through our own choices and decisions and actions, and then part through just manifestation and attraction of energy and mirroring and things that might seem a little woo-woo, but really do just seem to happen. So if instead I'm telling myself I'm a woman of integrity, I do what I say I'm going to do. I live with integrity. I live by my word. I can say it all these different ways at different times, right? I stick by my word. I keep telling myself that. Now it also becomes harder, not in a way of being hard on myself, but it becomes more difficult to let myself down, to sidestep my commitments, because that's no longer in alignment with who I am. Now, if I've given myself the leeway to constantly give up on my commitments and say, well, it's no big deal. I'll do it tomorrow. Tomorrow comes and I go, well, I don't have time today, so I'll do it tomorrow. The next day comes and, oh, my energy's low. I'll just, you know what? And you get the point. Keep pushing it, pushing it, pushing it. I realize there may be a day here or there. You just got to let yourself off the hook. And I'm all for that. But if you're finding that to become a habit and a routine, trying this may help you break that pattern. I am a woman of my word. I live with integrity, always doing what I say I will do. Something along those lines. Again, this is about creating alignment with the person you are, not forcing yourself. This isn't about pushing, like just oh, push through it, power through it, because I think that actually demotivates people in the end. It can get you through in the short term, but it'll tend to wear you out and drain you. So rather than forcing, it's, these are all ways you can find your way back to the flow, but being in flow with discipline and commitment and integrity. If your why is strong enough, your why, so why are you, why are you committed to these things? For what reasons? What is it you're after? What is it that you want to feel by following through to these things? Because even if your goal is about making more money, it's really about how that 
is going to make you feel when you get there because of the things you're able to do for your clients, for yourself, for your family, for your community. There's so much more to goals than just the goal itself. Your why is so super important. And if that's strong enough, it will lead you through the wall we all inevitably hit from time to time. So again, it's not about force. It's finding your way back to the flow. Be a person of integrity. And that will help you in those moments of doubt or apathy. All right. And then the final point is be willing to fail. And by fail, I mean, let's again look at sales calls that, you know, be willing to be hung up on, be told no, to mess up your quote script or what you're supposed to be saying, to fumble through objections, because that's how you are going to learn. We learn just as much, if not more, through missteps and mistakes. And some people say there are no mistakes. There are. They're just mistakes. You tried something and it didn't quite go the way you wanted. It doesn't make you a failure, even if that approach failed even if that attempt didn't find you success. Okay, some people want to say there are no failures. Whatever, I'd still call it, it's a failure, but it doesn't make you a failure. And there's always a lesson in our mistakes, our missteps, and our failures. So take the lesson, and there's always great lessons in your victories as well. So be sure to slow down long enough to pay attention, because that's another foible I see people make is when something does go well they excuse it away or well that was just a fluke or I don't know how to recreate that so take a moment just as being willing to fail take a moment what was the lesson what can I do differently what did I learn from that what can I do different next time in your victories slow down for just you know it's just a couple minutes and say what did I learn from that how can I recreate this what did I do really well and what do I want to continue in the future Sometimes you're going to hit a home run and sometimes you'll strike out. But here's the deal. Experiencing that full spectrum is called living. And at least you're playing the game. So in my opinion, the more that we enjoy the game, (laughs) the more fun we're going to have, right? So let everything happen as it does. Take the lesson for it and move forward. So I hope that this will help you when you hit those walls, when you come up on speed bumps or you just flat out don't have the motivation to move forward with your commitments. If you enjoyed this, be sure to share it with your friends and invite people to subscribe. We are on iTunes and SoundCloud and be sure to subscribe to the podcast so then you'll be alerted and be able to take part in it every week. Every Wednesday we'll be meeting and again, the more people you share it with, the more we elevate our world together. So until next time, have a great one.